This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to All Things Azeroth, Episode 678, Shadows Rising. Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. Nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today's show is also brought to you by ExpressVPN. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020. That's T-R-Y-E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash expressata2020 for three months free with a one-year package. Visit tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020 to learn more. Finally, we are sponsored by Funko, maker of the world's broadest selections of vinyl figures, from pops to dorbs, rise to mugs, and so much more. Check them out at bit.ly slash FunkoATA. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome hosts, the always stalwart and honorable Maedros, the commander of the fell and master of demons, Death. The non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty. And the high priestess of the Everlight, Allie. She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth. And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. I'm your host, Mendros. And with me, I have Toasty. Hey, Toasty. Medros, thank you for coming back. You're welcome. The show was not fun to edit because I had to like not use a master recording because I don't know how to do that on my computer. So, so I had to like do a multi-track edit, which was hard to sync up. Every time I thought I did, I'm like, no, wait, that's off a little bit. And then, and then, and then I'm like, okay, we're good now. Like, no, wait, sh- Ooh. Oot. <laughs> it's it's still off, so I gotta adjust it again, and 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 that happened a lot. Yeah, and now I have to bleep myself. Yep, you do. <sighs> <laughs> Yay, editing! I did this to myself, literally this time. This is actually my fault. Ah, uh, anyway, <laughs> it's all right. It happens. It happens to the best of us. And the worst of us. It's really an all-around group thing. And of course, that is Allie. Hi, Allie. Hi. I'm good. I'm happy to be here. I'm glad the work portion of Monday is over because it was very much a Monday today. And yeah, I'm good. Just been swimming through an incredible amount of lore going getting ready through i can talk today getting ready to do the icc episodes what there's not a lot of lore in icc what are you talking about i'm not even gonna joke about that <laughs> like you just killed that one random dude with the fancy sword like he's pretty much a no-name in the story right i don't even know what to say <laughs> <laughs> it's it's tricky because it's the, the Arthas storyline and all of that is one of my favorite storylines. And 
all the lore and I want to do it right and I want to do it justice and it's a very daunting task for me. And even just those three dungeons leading up to ICC have been very daunting and a bit overwhelming to work on. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited and enjoying it and stressed and nervous all at the same time. You'll be fine. It'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll be, I'll be fine. I might start having like dreams about ice crown and cold and snow and <laughs> death night voices, but it'll be fine. <laughs> Wait, that's not a thing that people normally dream about. That, that, that definitely features in my dreams occasionally. Like just random World of Warcraft stuff. It's unsettling. <laughs> I've had it happen a couple times in my span of playing. One that but I'll only never forget times. is a nightmare of me. Like, I was a gnome. But, like, it was my face on a gnome's body, basically. <laughs> and wow. I was running around Dunmuro and Deathwing decided to play a visit. Alright. Yeah, that was that was <laughs> not great. That was not a good no. dream. No, not what I would define as good. I would call that nightmarish. Yeah. I spent a lot of time like <laughs> running around, like ducking into caves and like dodging fires and stuff like that. It was not okay. <laughs> that sounds very much like Cataclysm, yeah. Yeah. No, people were running towards the fire, remember? Because they wanted the achievement. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And then they were all disappointed when they got the achievement during the raid. Like, wait, I died for nothing? I died in Elwyn Forest for nothing? What is this? Yeah. Noobs. I mean, who didn't die in Elwyn Forest at one point because they got over-enthusiastic or ran past that village of Murlocs? Hogger. <laughs> or encountered Hogger, yeah. There were many ways for a Lobi to die in Elwyn Forest. That's, that's all I'm saying. This is true. This is quite true. <laughs> How are you doing, Medros? I'm alright. Uh, work was was done, and, and stuff is, is where it should be, and, and working properly, so, you know, I'll take it. There you go. That's good. To get the electrical work went fine last week. Yes. You're here this week, so... No. Yes. A step in the right direction. Yep. And and uh, yeah, many improvements were made. So definitely good. Definitely good. Awesome. And it was good to have my my father in law here. Really, he's 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 always interesting to have around. So <laughs> interesting. <laughs> um, we agree on some things. Let's put it that way. Which is more than I more than I could say about many people I know. Father in law's code for something, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, I guess uh, let's talk about WoW. Uh, Toasty, how was your week in WoW? Um, my week in WoW was. Um, I had plans. I had so many plans for this past week in WoW. Because uh, I took Tuesday off to get. Because I had Manitoba Hydro coming in to do some stuff. I'm like, alright, sweet. I'm going to crank the edit out for the show early and spend the rest of the day playing WoW. Um, as, as I had alluded to earlier, the editing took far longer than I had 
wanted it to because I had to syncing up the audio tracks is hard uh and and then I had to deal with the hydro guy when he finally came so my 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 Tuesday spent playing well was not as much as I would have liked I think I cranked out like I cranked out some of the dailies um I got my coal my my purple vial thing that I definitely the the vision thing something something vision that lets me do the vision I got that thing and and, and ran the my my weekly my free weekly thing and I stuck to my plan of just uh of tackling the first two little areas and then running back and taking care of the boss and yeah but th- that was as far as I got with the horrific visions this week. I, I, I got, I, I, I ended up getting a lot of vessels this week, but I didn't convert any of them. So that was unfortunate. I didn't make as much progress towards that cloak that I would have liked to. I'm still at the last one was eleven, right? I think that's right. Yes. Yeah. So I'm still at cloak cloak level eleven. Did not make further progress on that, unfortunately, which I'm kind of bummed about. Well, you can't get to 12 until this Tuesday. 11 was the cap last week. Okay, then I was at 10 yeah, last week. Yeah, you're good. Week. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I'm at, so sorry, then I'm only at cloak level 10. I, I I did not manage to get an upgrade this week, is what I was trying to say. <laughs> so, I mean, fortunately, um, some changes have made it a little bit quicker for me to catch up. So, me falling behind one week isn't a terrible thing. Luckily, I still got my gear, which was nice. But, but like, at this point, any gear that I'm getting is not an upgrade for me. Right. Because it's 420 if you just do two bosses. So, and I'm around item level 450. Well, that's that's not ideal. Most of the upgrades I got this past week were for uh, were from doing world quests. There's four forty fives here or there. I got a few things to fill out some of my missing slots. Um, I what else did I do? I started a lot of stuff this past week. This last this past week in WoW is full of me. Starting on a lot of things and then not quite finishing them. <laughs> like, like what? I, like I started doing the time walking stuff. Right. So like it rewarded a piece of normal gear gear for Nihilotha. I'm like, sweet. Yeah. Like I, some normal gear will definitely fill some of the, my missing slots. I got three of them done. And every time I sat down to do them, um, something else came up. I had to leave my computer. So... <laughs> only got the three done and doing just the time walking dungeons unfortunately is not going to get me any gear that I'm actually going to use so that was you know not ideal um, I started doing my islands so I can get the second map piece because I'm, I'm under the impression I haven't actually looked into it but I'm under the impression that the individual map pieces you get to update your world vein resonance like you get as part of doing the weekly. That's my assumption anyway, because I dev- I still definitely only have the one piece. Yes, that is true. 
Um, I. What rank is your world vine? Two. Two. Yeah, I think you go through that. I think to get the f- the legendary one to rank four, I think it's RNG. And like, I'm not At too concerned point, about rank four because it's just a cosmetic thing. I mean, don't get me wrong. The legendary appearance would be sweet. But but right now my focus is on maxing that out to the rank to the third rank because like that's my third mi- that's the third minor essence that I'm using. And right. I I want to I want to contribute and have my DPS like not be held back. So, yeah. So unfortunately, I started that and didn't actually finish it, which would have been nice for me to do because that quest resets weekly, right? I mean, your progress carries over week to week still, but you can only ever do that that quest once a week, if I'm remembering correctly. Either that, or I only ever did it once a week, and I just <laughs> stopped after that. Either way, I don't have this, the second piece, so I'm behind on that. Um, and the other stuff, I wasn't it wasn't really stuff I was expecting to finish, but I still, you know, started and never finished it. Which is finishing out, grinding uh, some Mechagon rep and yep. and Cohen rep. Still, ha- still haven't got those to exalted, and like those things, realistically, I'm not in a huge rush for anyway. Yeah, it's that's kind of where I'm at with those two. It'll be nice to have them, especially the and Cohen one, because I want those wave ray mounts, and I want that crab mount. But that'll be something to do when when we're done with Nihilotha. That's the way I'm approaching it right now. If I have the spare time, I'm going to do it. If not, then I'm not too stressed. It's, it's, it's just saving me stuff to do later on, which I'm okay with. Because, you know, we all know eventually there's going to come a time where I'm going to be desperate for something to do in WoW. Because Raid will be over. <laughs> uh, we also raided, obviously, this week. Um, we didn't, we didn't progress. Um, we didn't, we didn't end up getting the Zoth down. We are struggling on the second phase. I think that, I think that's the second phase. One's a transition phase, right? So you got the one phase where you're fighting Psychus or Psychus or whatever. And then there's that transition phase where you gotta attack the weird tumors. We can, yeah, we can do that part. It's the next part where half the group has to go down, half the group stays up, and oh, then rough. we fall apart. It's usually, I think it's been whatever group goes down is struggling to do all the things and stay alive. Yeah, because, <clears throat> um, like, taking care, like, the, the group up top, I, I it feels like it's a lot easier because you're just worrying about killing those tentacles and all that. But meanwhile, the group down below is worrying about dragging the boss to a tentacle to kill the tentacle while the boss is on top of it, while also avoiding all the stuff that makes you lose sanity. And that's not great. Yeah, I think it's just, you know, it's going to take some fine-tuning, some practice. We'll, we'll get it. Yeah. We did get out of that... Like, we're, we, we have not had a group... We have... Uh, blah, blah, words hard. <laughs> we 
we haven't had a we haven't regularly had a group finish that phase. We've had we've we've yeah. definitely finished it a couple times. Um, but we can't get through that reliably yet. So, you know, it's it's, it's going to be a matter of gearing up a little bit and maybe uh, and and just learning the fight and getting used to all those timings cuz uh, that that brain that that phase where you're dealing with Sykes again with half the raid group there's there's an element of timing there that you got to get nailed down and we're not quite there yet. Um I think that's about it. Like, I realize I just said a lot of stuff, but it felt like I didn't do anything. <laughs> it was one of those things where I did so much, but, like, actually accomplished very little. Which, eh, it happens sometimes. It happens with your work. It happens with gaming. That's just that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Mm, no, I want cookies. Me too. It's been a while. <laughs> anyway, Allie, what did you get up to about... I actually had a really fun week. So I did the visions like normal, but I did something a little bit different for one of my runs. Cause one of my runs, actually two of my runs I did with my husband and we were able to clear the first two zones. And then we almost cleared a third zone. We were just so close. We just needed a little more, I think a little more mementos into our research. And did you, did you do old town or mage district? We did mage district. Okay. Which it was, I've, I haven't touched Old Town yet, but it was Mage District. It's just so spread out that it was, it took a little bit of time to learn where we were going and what we were doing. That's probably why we didn't clear it. But we got yeah, I can really, see that really close. With Mage District. Mage District is very windy. Yeah, super windy. But that was, so that was cool to kind of experiment and try to get into there a little bit more. And then for one of my runs, I went in as holy because. Blizzard made the changes where for tanks and healers, if you want to actually go in with your main spec, they made it so it's a little bit easier. And I wanted to experiment because I put it out on Twitter asking fellow healers what they thought about it, you know, what their experiences were. And it was kind of split. Some people said it was totally doable on their healer. Some people said it was a challenge. They didn't really like it. So I was like, okay, let's go do this. I had an extra vessel. Why not? And I was actually really surprised as just a holy priest. So it's not like I have, it wasn't disc. It was just holy. I don't have tons of DPS. I don't really have any dots per se, except for like a little one from holy fire. And I was able to clear two zones. And yeah. And the the DPS, like it felt pretty good. Like my, my holy Nova definitely felt more powerful. You know, my, all my abilities felt more powerful than it would be out, you know, world questing or whatever. And I definitely, I felt that difference in power, which was really nice. And I had a little bit of sanity left over, but not enough to go try another zone. So I'm like, uh, let's test my DPS on Illyria. And if I had another like sliver of sanity, I would have had her down. I was that close. But it was nice to see that the, at least for my own personal experience, the changes they made to allow healers to do it in their specs actually felt good. I thought it felt pretty balanced. So, and granted I did, you know, I had handy notes for the vision. So I went through and I killed a couple of the extra side little dudes that gave me buffs and stuff. So that definitely helped, but it was, it was good. I was really impressed. And then 
Hmm. There we go. Ahead. Okay. <laughs> Outside of visions and the normal, you know, assaults and dailies and stuff as I get a chance to do it. I also, with my guild, because my, my guild itself, one of the three raid teams I'm on, super casual. We have some carries. We're just doing it to go through it together. As much as we would love to progress, we're just not quite there. <laughs> so we do, we will always get through normal. Usually last raid of the expansion, we get AOTC as a guild, but that's like towards the end of the expansion when we're far out gearing it. And usually Blizzard has applies to nerfs. So we're going to be in there for a while. We don't want to get burned out. So we decided this last week, instead of doing Nyalotha, to go do Black Temple time walking, which was a, a fun little change. And it was always, I'm always up for doing, you know, raising stuff. So it was fun to see Black Temple again and actually have to do mechanics again and that kind of thing. And it was a good time. You know, and a couple people got some ups, which is good too. And I liked it. Did anybody get war glaives? No, no one got war glaives. That's unfortunate. Yeah. But it was nice seeing people learn the fights because there was a lot of people who had never been in there. And so, you know, we did wipe on a couple of them, but we you know worked on it together and it felt good to, you know, teach people the mechanics and have them actually follow through and do them and, and actually win. So it was it was fun. Just, you know, some nice, fun guild time. Yeah, sometimes you just need that yeah. low pressure thing and something like time walking is definitely one of those things. I mean, yeah, you still get upgrades from it, and it's still worth completing. Especially if you're doing the raid. <clears throat> yeah, but, you know, if you don't, then, like, whatever. It's something fun to do. Yeah. But that's pretty much it, outside of, you know, the basic dailies and stuff. How about you, Medros? Did you get a chance to play at all? With all the electrical work and stuff? Play. I played Pokemon. Cool. But this isn't a Pokemon podcast. Um, no. I did log in a couple times. Um, didn't do a whole lot while I was logged in, to be honest. But I did log in a couple times. Um, yeah, I didn't really have a chance uh, with prep for the father-in-law coming, getting work done around the house, and um, and stuff like that. Just did not have a lot of playtime. And just life. Life is not always easy. Um... But uh, uh, I am very much excited for, for some of the news this week uh, and what it pre pretends for the future. Um, and uh, I will say that there is some small modicum of chance that I might talk to somebody and get a piece of cloth in order to get a mount. I have not decided yet. I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> and I'm sure you'll revel and mock me for it, if, that, if that's the case. If you actually carry through and do this, I promise right now, is is February 24th, I promise right now that I will keep the mocking to a minimum. I, I will note that you're the only person who is making that promise, though. I do not speak for Toasty. <laughs> Well played, well played. <laughs> hey, I already made one promise to you. I can't go making another. Fair enough, fair enough. I've already promised to tank for you. 
should you choose to go into LFR and kill Rathion. True, true. Yeah, you, you, that is right, Manny. You are not making any promises. <laughs> Neither is anybody else in the chat, I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, I really I don't know yet. I haven't made a decision. Um, I do kind of like some of the mounts that I see here, but I just don't know if it's worth the uh, giving up my soul for for a ride. I gave up my soul a long time ago. It's fine. <laughs> and you haven't even gotten so here's the what you do. You, 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 pick, you pick a character that you don't particularly care about, their soul getting lost. And and talk to Rathion there. Death Knight, they have no souls anyway. There you go. Problem solved. I mean, I assume they have no souls. I mean, they're, they're undead, so... Like, weren't their souls returned to them? Were they... I don't know. Mm. It's Death Knight lore. <laughs> I never really paid attention. Well, all right then. Al Ali, you're the you're the, you're the local lore person. Yes. What was do, your question? Do Death Knights have souls? Well, they got turned into Death Knights. Hey, Manny, do Death Knights have souls? <laughs> I, I mean, I would imagine they have a soul of sorts. Yeah, there you go. Death Knights have souls. All right, there we go. See, I, th I th that's true. Probably tortured. See, I was thinking they have souls, but I was like second guessing myself. I was like, wait, hold on. And then all of my ice crown lore filled my head again, and now I have a headache. <laughs> so if you don't oh, particularly care goodness. about your Death Knight soul, Medros, go ahead and talk to Rathian on, on that too. He's just my main brother. It's not a big deal. He's already dead. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to our talk, talk about our first sponsor, shall we? Our newest, our newest sponsor is Funko. If you haven't heard of them by name, you've definitely seen their products. They make collectible vinyl figures for a bunch of Blizzard universes, from Warcraft to Overwatch, Heroes of Diablo, and even more from outside the Blizzard universe, like Firefly, Star Wars, and Doctor Who. I like to highlight a Funko Pop each week, and this week's Funko is one that I I know deep in her soul, my wife is 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 dying to get this Funko Pop. Because she is a hardcore Vulpix fan. Um, it is adorable. And uh, she's very um, envious of me. And sad that I got two shiny Vulpixes. Shiny Alolan Vulpixes before she did in Pokemon Go. Because she really wants them. Aww. That's adorable. I think. That, that's an adorable it is one. pretty cute. I'll give you that. I mean, it's not Piplup, but it's okay. Uh, okay. I mean, yeah, it's, it's not Piplup, it's better. Mm. It, it's Vulpix. It's, it's Great to disagree. <laughs> indeed, indeed. <laughs> uh huh, right, Manny. Uh, if you want to check out this Funko Pop and many others, <laughs> go to bit.ly slash Funko ATA. You can check out their online shop and use Shop 10 to save 10% on your entire purchase. That's bit.ly slash Funko ATA and use Shop 10 to save 10%. I want to thank Funko for their support of the show. Alright, so what's coming up in WoW this week? So this week in WoW, we've got the third wing of Nihilotha opening on February 25th. That's tomorrow. We've also got the Battleground bonus events February 25th to March 2nd. And that's it. That's all. Wow, light week. Pretty, pretty quiet. 
Hope that doesn't turn into a pattern over the next couple of months. Spoiler, it will. <laughs> Until Shadowlands comes out for alpha and beta. And then we'll just be dripping with news and it'll be amazing. Yes. <laughs> Give it to me. Give it to me, Blizzard. Give me Shadowlands <laughs> stuff. Alright, well, uh, I guess... Let's talk about our first story, I guess, since, you know, we have nothing else to talk about for what happened this week. All right, uh, so uh, Blizzard has released, question mark, the first Shadowlands alpha build. Uh, it is 9.0.1.33411. Uh, and it's, it, I'm sure it's a stunning, spectacular alpha build. That'll be a lot of fun to play whenever it gets released. Too bad we don't know what's in it. <laughs> we, we do not know what's in it because it is encrypted. Um, so the days where everything in a patch or a beta was data mined uh, immediately and before it was even released as a playable bit of content uh, is, is gone. Um, I'm not too sad about that, to be honest. I always liked it better when some stuff was left to the to the imagination. Um, but yeah, so we do have uh, progress towards a beta slash alpha of Shadowlands. And I think I speak for many people in the community when I say watching daily for any updates is, is kind of a, a once an hour thing or less. Yeah, I definitely have both MMO Champion front page and the Wowhead front page open on my computers. And every once in a while, I'll just be like, F5. Nothing yet. Alright, I'll, I'll wait. And then F5, ten minutes later. So if anybody who works at Blizzard happens to be listening to this podcast and wants to release that during this podcast, I wouldn't be too upset about that. MMOChampion.com <laughs> <laughs> I, I see no update here. Sorry. No, I also see no update. But yeah, got we got sh the Shadowlands Alpha. It's fantastic. It's coming soon. Ish. And or, ish. or sorry, soon. Trademark Blizzard Entertainment. I think, it's, <laughs> soon I, think TM. It's, I think it's sooner than soon TM. Soon TM is usually like six months. Well, well, soon TM is like they, they tell us it's there. It, that it's coming, and then like we, it's quiet for a little bit. Uh, they didn't I, tell us anything this time. I, we, I, they like we, they people just found out. I believe Diablo Immortal falls into the soon TM category at this point. Absolutely, I think we're gonna get Alpha beginning of March. March is just such a great month, and I just really feel like it's gonna be made even better by Shadowlands Alpha. You know, yeah, I feel like I feel like March eighteenth. Feels like a good day. <laughs> Why would that be? Uh, I don't know. It just feels like a good day. Not because your birthday or anything, right? No, my birthday's on the 19th. Are you taking your birthday off of work? No. I don't celebrate okay. my birthday. Th then why the 18th? Because it's a Tuesday. Aha, uh -huh, I see what you did there. Uh, no. That, that's uh, Wednesday. Oh, oops. I'm on the wrong month. You are March, and it's March year, so you can't just say, "Oh, it was it was the eighteenth of both months." No, 
March 17th. I'm going to say March 17th. Gotcha. I thought I clicked the, the calendar down button, and apparently I didn't. Good job. <laughs> yeah, well. Anyways, uh, yeah, so, I mean, we are, you know, less than a week away from March. So, you know, the, the 3rd of March would be good, too. No, not the 3rd. I disagree with the 3rd. Why's that? Because <clears throat> I won't be here. Oh. Oh, I see. That's unfortunate. Yep. yep. I still think it should come out the third. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just be frantically refreshing and much happier than while head on the beach. Is it out yet? Is it out yet? Is it out yet? Is it out yet? <laughs> oh, Do you need me to like, text you or something when it comes out? <laughs> we'll, we'll make sure you don't get an invite until after you get back. Nope. I, like, if, if the invites go out, Having it while I'm out, having it while I'm away would be great, because there's no waiting. I could just get home and then start downloading. True. That's true, yeah. True that. In fact, if it comes out while I'm away, because my sister's house-sitting for me, I can just have her log into my computer and start the download, so it's ready for me <laughs> when I get home. He says beach, but really he's going to be at a media summit and he's covering up for a toasty sharing with me. Here's connects. I wish that would be freaking cool. It's definitely not that. This is a work trip. Uh, trust me, if, if Toasty was going out to a media summit, uh, he would not be going alone. <laughs> no, I'd, be I'd be dragging other people with me because, uh, as as I've talked with Medros and Ali before, the idea of going to any of those things by myself terrifies me. And I, I would not feel comfortable without either one of them at my side. Or both. You know, both works. Ideally both, yes. Both would be good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, go a media summit at Blizzard headquarters in Irvine, California, talking about WoW would be, be something. Oh, gee darn. Especially at this time of year, when it's, when it's you know, still... It's not cold, necessarily, but we still got snow. By this one next Sunday, I, it, it's not cold. Yeah, I know. I was outside in the t-shirt today. Yeah. But, like, getting away from the snow would be great. Yeah, it would. Which is why I'm going to leave the snow on Saturday. Jerk. Not that I'm going to rub it in or anything. No, not at all. Don't worry, the show will be waiting for you when you get back. Get it. What? What? <laughs> But, but the show comes out on Thursdays. I'm not back till Saturday. <laughs> the pause there. We processed that. was hilarious. I gotta say, it's hilarious. <laughs> we processed that. Oh. <laughs> Golden. Golden right there. Man Manny, you're not wrong. T-shirt weather might include plowing the driveway. In fact, last time I shoveled, I was definitely just wearing a t-shirt and jeans. It was great. Well, because you get all, like, sweaty and stuff when you're shoveling. It takes work. Yeah, you don't want to wear, like, a super warm jacket, because you know, right. you'll end up all sweaty, and you'll end up even colder. Yeah. It's just sensible. Anyway, yeah, we're off track. Alpha. <laughs> that never alpha, happens on this uh, show. Alpha encrypt encrypted alpha build <laughs> came out last week. I think there was a second build that came out today? I think I saw something like that. Bum, bum, bum. So, it's getting close, guys. The hype is real. Yay, today is correct. Awesome. Thank you, Manny, for validating me. 
It does not happen often. <laughs> anyway, enough about the alpha stuff. There's still we still got a game to talk about we that do? we're playing right now. Wow, I mean, um, playing really? I mean, what you call playing? I mean, I'm definitely playing it a lot. All right. Um. So as as I'm sure a lot of people have been ha- have been aware of. A limit claimed world first for Nyalotha this uh, for this tier, and Raider.io had an interview with them to talk about what they did leading up to, um, le- leading up to their world first, like what, how they prepared and all that other stuff, and also some of insight, some of the insights as to how they're feeling about some of the systems that were introduced in A3. Uh, Wowhead uh, put up a small summary of the article of the interview. It's not the entire interview, mind you, but they did cover some uh, some of the major points that uh, that some people seem to be focusing on a lot. Uh, one was their um, partnership with DBM. Uh, they talked uh, they talked about that too, uh, a little bit. So for those unaware, um, Complexity Limit partnered with DBM in doing this world first race and there were some questions as to you know why that was done and all that other stuff um so for those unaware um previously they had used big wigs and i guess the reason they used big wigs is because it was easier for them to edit on their on their own uh, apparently dvm was not an easy thing to adjust on their own and yeah. being being a mythic world first uh, raid group uh, being able to being able to edit that kind of thing is uh, pretty necessary because things are always changing and especially with the mythic raid where where things just may not be known like straight up uh, so you know that may have been they, that that may have taken some time away from from, from them getting a getting a a foot up on method. Because they have to take time to edit their boss mods. Not ideal. Now they got somebody else to do that, which was great. Uh, another thing they talked about was that 21st Raider uh, thing that they attempted. So uh, their one of their tanks, Max, was sat for, I believe it was most of the fights. I think he only, he was only on two of the kills. Um... And they they just asked. They talked about the reasoning behind doing that, and you know what they said. What they had to say makes a lot of sense. Uh, they, they they picked specific fights for it because that's that's those are the fights that really benefit from it. The, the fights where they, I believe they didn't use it, which I assume is Drestigath uh, and Vexiona, because that's when Max was actually present for the kills and playing for the kills. Um, because th- those fights were a little more predictable. Oh no, wait. It says there that... Okay, so maybe it wasn't dressing up in Vixiona. That they didn't use a 21st Raider. But basically what, they, what they're do- what they using that 21st Raider thing for is uh, to get around the more unpredictable portions of the fight and having somebody just paying attention at that stuff instead of, you know, paying, trying to pay attention to tanking and also calling out that stuff or healing and just calling out that stuff. Stuff like that. Yeah, it's not easy. No, not at all. We're, we're having a hard time with it on normal in for the Nazoth fights. 
and like it's normal. <laughs> so I can only imagine the level of chaos that's present during a mythic progression fight. So having that 21st Raider really helped them out. And, and it sounds like just uh, by reading Twitter and paying attention to stuff that I, people are saying, it sounds like that's probably a, a strategy that a bunch of other people are going to end up using. And I don't know. I, that's It's an interesting evolution to the whole world-first raiding thing, because that's... The idea had been around, has been around for quite some time. You know, people have been asking for an observer mode for raids for a little while now, and that's never really been available. But especially now with these world first raiders, especially like the big names like Method and like Limit, where for the most part they're in a centralized location, uh, attempting this world first, stuff like this is going to be more possible. Yeah, so, for sure. It sounds like this is going to be like the way that like the, the the bigger guys are going to be going after it, which makes sense. Use every advantage you have available to you, right? Yeah. Another thing that was talked about on like on the Wowhead portion of this article was uh, limits connect limits communication. With Blizzard, and we kind of talked about that uh, for that Ian interview. Was that last week? Yeah, you and I talked about that yeah. last week. Yeah. Uh, so you know, don't think they don't have to talk too much into it, but they just give um, further insights as to uh, how they felt that that helped them out, um, and helped them out towards getting that world first and you know obviously Blizzard wasn't just wasn't just communicating with Method they were limited they were communicating with Method and a bunch of the other uh top raiders in this world first race so wasn't necessarily an advantage over Method it was just another tool available to both teams uh the larger article talks about uh, a bunch of other stuff that uh, there's a lot of things there so I'm not necessarily going to too much depth about all of them but there, there was talks about how they feel about corruption, um, well, well, like their thoughts on that system in general. Um, to sum it up, very briefly, they don't like it. And on at, at that high level, honestly, I can't blame them. Yeah, because they were because they're they're they're, they're trying to eke out every bit of DPS that they can get, and obviously getting something like infinite stars is going to help them tremendously because that's especially in the early weeks of the tier that was the hands down and and it is still the hands down best corruption you can get in terms of damage dealing and it was doing such a large portion of the damage for people that yeah that would be a huge benefit now keep in mind for stuff like this it it's this is stuff that applies to them in terms of being a cutting-edge, world-first mythic raiding guild. Obviously, uh, people people on the lower level of raiding 
I mean, they're up, not not to say that they're not going to benefit from having those um, better essences. It's just going to have less of an impact, I feel, because uh, I feel like like for those guilds, uh, like DBS is absolutely going to be a factor to everything, but also their execution, yeah, is going to. Is, is going to play a factor in it, and I would argue that would probably play a bigger factor in in the in the uh, fight. Uh, when we saw, I remember, like when watching when watching the final kill, final pulls on, of by limit on the Zoth, there were definitely times where like DPS wasn't the factor there. They they screwed up at some point in their execution, and that's what caused the wipe. So, yeah, the DPS is going to help, but also their execution. And I feel like with the lower levels, uh, the execution, like we're gonna, it's gonna take us a little while longer to to learn that execution. I think we discovered, we we've been discovering in our raids that, like, like uh, in, in in like the numbers are there for us. But how we what what what's happening prior to that, and how we executed certain portions of the fight, is what's causing us to to struggle. I don't know. Would you agree with that, Ellie? Yeah, I mean, I know for our particular raid group, there are still some people gearing up. Yeah, uh, which is definitely part of it. But part of it is just learning the mechanics still and working together. There's a lot of, you know, tank swapping and people going up and people going down. Like, there's just a lot going on in the Nizoth fight. And, like, it's not hard to understand what to do, but actually carrying it out is a different story. So when you're, if you don't, if you're still gearing up and trying to figure out the mechanics still, that's, that's a little rough. <laughs> and and with these, with these groups, trying to eke out all that damage while like, also executing is going to, like... It's like the DPS that they're able to put out is going to be extra important. Yeah, for sure. So you know, I can understand why why these corrupted affixes are such a big deal to them, and why they may think negatively on it. So you know, like. It's gonna be one of those things where it's one of those things where yeah, like reading, re- reading all this stuff and their thoughts on these systems is great, and it's cool to get an insight on it. But what, what I feel like people end up doing is they re- end up reading stuff like this, like okay, well, this system is terrible because they these guys say it's terrible. Well, when it's or. Ah, I'm losing my train of thought. No, you're right, though, because the the experience of the top mythic raiders is not going to be the same experience for the the that middle group, the average raider, if you will. Right. And so just because mythic raiders are saying this is bad or that's bad, whatever, like, that isn't... And some maybe, may not be, but people can't assume that that's going to pertain to them as well on the normal or heroic level. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I still, I, I, I don't think, 
I don't think corruption is the best system. It's an improvement, in my opinion, on Titan Forging. Um, yeah. Limit the people they interviewed for limit disagree, but we're, 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 at the end of the day, we're different styles of players, and they're going to view different things, certain aspects of the game differently than you or I would. Um, and like I said, there's a there's a large number of topics they talked about during this interview. I can't go through all of them because that would be a lot. <laughs> the table of contents has 15 items, and I'm sure they and and, and as you can imagine, they were uh, not short answers. So if that's something you're at all interested in, uh, the Wellhead article to for this interview has a link to the entire interview and I think it's definitely worth a read if uh, the mythic race uh, interests you at all what, what did what did you guys think of it or did you guys get a chance to read it yeah I liked it a little bit I felt it was it was interesting to see things from their side you know like you were saying in the interview we got to see a little bit from the blizzard side of things and so it's kind of interesting now seeing you know, limit side of things. And I will never, ever, ever be a hardcore mythic raider. Maybe hardcore heroic, but not mythic. So I definitely give them props because they do stuff that I could, I could never do. And just to hear the just intense amount of min-maxing that they do, you know, when they, when they talk about stats in terms of seconds or point seconds, like that's, that's intense. <laughs> and it's just, it's very interesting to see all that and kind of gives you a chance to put yourself in their shoes to see a little bit of what it's like. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, they're talking about things in seconds and point seconds. Meanwhile, I don't remember how long my Bladestorm channel is. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm fairly confident in six seconds. But I might be wrong. I just know I spin for a little bit and don't and, and, and can't really do anything else while it's happening. Do you yell out blade, blade storm while you, while you do that? No. Instead of bone storm. That that'd be stupid. Who would do that? <laughs> not every time I do do it. Sometimes <laughs> it's usually when I'm questing and not concentrating on not screwing up the fight. I appreciate that. <laughs> because I do that enough on my own without as, a distraction. As your healer, I appreciate that. <laughs> anyway, that's enough on the interview. Uh, we also had some updates in-game. Right, Allie? We sure did. I am super excited. So we got some updates coming up at the time of recording tomorrow. So this Tuesday. For visions, specifically horrific visions, not not the minor ones, but as of right now, the cap for the vessels of horrific visions that let you get into the horrific visions is five. As of reset on Tuesday, there is no more cap, which is lovely. We have not heard if they are going to stack or not. I have asked. I have not gotten an answer. I feel like Blizzard is smart enough to make them stackable because if they're going to make it so there's no cap, they better stack. 
because that's what? a lot of bag space. No, I want I want thirty slots dedicated no to vessels. No toasty. That's a bad toasty. No. I don't even have thirty free slots in my bags right my now. My bag space can't handle it. I had five earlier this week, and I didn't know what to do with myself. No, Gil, we are going to think positive here. They are going to stack. Blizzard's going to be all over it. They're going to stack. It's going to be beautiful. I think I have three in my bags right now. So when I log in tomorrow morning, I will report back and let you know (laughs) if they stack or not. Or here's a crazy idea. Here's a crazy idea here. Maybe we can take this currency and add it to a tab dedicated to currencies. Like I, I think they might have a currency tab. Oh my gosh, that'd be so much better. I would like that a lot. I understand... I mean, say... I think you should uh, send that message to the people who are playing WoW Classic. But that wasn't in Classic. That feature. <laughs> yeah, eventually. We'll get there. So, I, and maybe. I mean, it, I guess that's a possibility, too. It's, it's tricky because, you know, say, for example, Mythic Keys. Those are keys there in your bag. These are basically keys to get into the visions. See, but here's the difference between Mythic Keys and these Vessels of Horrific Visions. The Vessels of Horrific Visions give you access to horrific visions. It's one thing, and it changes week to week. Yeah, that's true. The Mythic Plus Keys differ in level and differ yeah, in what yeah, they have access to. Either way, currency tab or stacking in more than stacks of one um, <laughs> would be lovely. So um, I'm being positive. Positive. And another great positive change they're making is instead of only being able to get two torn pages per run, you can now get four. Now it's still only one page per corrupted area. So, for example, if you want three, you have to go run run one of the Lost Zones. But that comes up quite handy. Because as we get in higher ranks, it's going to take more pages to rank up. But even that got fixed as well, which I'm super excited they made this change. So, before, rank 13 required six pages. Rank 14 required 12 pages. Rank 15 required... 18 pages. So imagine if we had to still only do two two pages per run, but we needed 18 pages to get to rank 15. That's crazy. So they cut that all down big time. So now rank 13 is only going to take four pages. Rank 14 is only going to take six pages. And rank 15 will only take eight. Yes. 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 I, I think that's just amazing. I'm so excited. It was a really smart choice of theirs. And to make it even easier, to make it even easier, they're going to make it so that the visions of Nazoth dailies, so, you know, the the Black Black Empire zones, now reward 500% more coalescing visions. The main Nazoth threats, so like the main Black Empire assault for the week, now rewards 2,500 coalescing visions plus an actual vessel of perfect vision and the lesser threats, which I believe that's the 
the different assaults that happen in the opposite zone of the Blank Empire give 6,500 coalescing visions. So we're getting more coalescing visions, which gives us more vessels. They're no longer capped. It's not going to be as punishing to go in and actually rank up. It's going to require less runs. It was really smart changes. I think this needed to happen. And it also helps people from feeling less behind because you do have more chances to catch up and it's easier to get those vessels, which is great. Well done, Blizzard. Um, just just a quick correction. Um, so rank 13, 14, and 15 require a different page than what rank 7 to 11 require. So rank 13, 14, and 15 require a page called The Final Truth. Oh, good call. And the the up the the increased pages we get, so the ones we can get for are for fear and flesh. Right. So you, can get four, you can get four pages of that week to week. So if you're behind for ranks seven to eleven, thank you, Blizz, you you'll be able to catch up quicker. But you'll still only be able to get two pages of the final truth. Which you know, at the rate oh, they're yeah. going, they, they might the they might change there. it. <laughs> it was like the but like. I was so excited about everything else. By the time I got to the end of the blue post, I didn't read the italics. Yes. So thank you so much for that correction, um, Manny. <laughs> so for those higher ranks, 13, 14, 15, it is still only two per, two pages per run, but that's okay. They still nerfed the crap out of how many it takes. So that's still good news. Yeah, rank 15 would have taken nine weeks. Oh my gosh. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to this because I am... I, I Every every week I'm like, I'm going to catch up this week. It'll be fine. And then something comes up in life. and like, well, so much for that. Now That's can, okay. Now it's now, much now, more doable. Yeah. And now those daily quests feel even more necessary. Yeah, it definitely. Oh, also, wow. So let me correct myself here, too. Uh, the visions on Nazoth daily quests now reward 50% more. I don't know why my brain added an X of zero there and thought it was 500% more. It's Oof. only 50% more. Yeah. I think I was just overly excited about these positive changes. And I, my excitement apparently adds a zero. I don't know why. So so 50% would 50 be like more. 375? So you reward 250 now, right? Yeah. Why didn't they just save 375? <laughs> Cuz they all are there are there daily quests that reward more than 250? I can't Not for the any. daily quests, no. Not well I feel like there might be one that does 300. And oh, also, war mode. War mode does change that. That's right. Thank you, Manny. I I forgot about that because I'm 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 a PVE noob. <laughs> so now my question is, Medros, they're making this easier. Does it make you more tempted to get your cloak and to participate in the visions, which you can do solo? No. Okay, I thought I'd try. <laughs> Instead of that, we can talk about some uh, WoW music, Medros. 
Indeed. Uh, WoW has some of the best music I've heard. Uh, inspiring and terrifying and just incredible music created by some of the best in business. And there was announced back in January a musical music festival being held in Shanghai, China that was supposed to happen on March 14th. Uh, this is not going to happen due to the coronavirus outbreak in China. Uh, this has been postponed to a later date uh, due to the fact that a lot of China is locked down. Yeah, it's a, that would impact it. But <laughs> it, 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 it's better than taking risks to kill your fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sucks. That really sucks for the people who are looking forward to that. So that's like, what, two weeks away? Just over two weeks? Yeah, two and a half weeks, three. Uh, it's unfortunate, but, like, I get it. Unfortunately, this whole thing has dictated a lot of things, and it's, like, you don't think about the the globality, the, the, the global factor, like, of the world and, like, how connected we are until something yeah. like this happens. Like, I, I think I Sony say... just pulled out of PAX. Yeah. Uh, yeah, th- th- this this thing's definitely uh, definitely scary. Uh, I, I want to say though, I-, I want the the ads for this thing. I want them as posters. Oh, they're so good! Like I would take the first two, just the the Horde and Alliance ones, because those look really awesome. But like the 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 different races playing instruments just looks really really awesome. Give me Dark Iron DJ, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> And and Pandaren with a bamboo flute, which like I feel is an inaccurate portrayal because that Pandaren would not be playing it; he would definitely be eating it. Probably, uh, yeah. The the the, the bassist troll, uh, the harpist night elf. I, I guessing it's just the singer for the the orc. Yeah, uh, and the torn drummer. I'm pretty sure those are actually members of the Elite Torn Chieftains in in some form or another. At least. The singer, the drummer, and the bassist, I believe. Yeah. Because, yeah, I'm pretty sure that the bassist is a troll. And Samwise is absolutely the orc. I think the the drummer is undead, though, if I remember right. Is he? Okay. I think. I, I could be wrong. I know there's an undead up there somewhere. Yeah, there is an undead guitarist, I want to say. All right, so here is a picture I have of the event in uh, Darkmoon Fair. Uh, okay, so the troll is obviously a bassist. There's a Blood Elf guitarist, a, another undead guitarist, a Torn on the drums, and a Orc singing. So they apparently decided to leave out, I believe it would be Mike Morheim's, and I don't know who thought, the other... I thought, I thought Mike drummers. played the bass. Is he? I thought he was the bassist. Hmm. Okay. I was pretty confident he was the bassist. Let's look it up. Elite Torin Chieftain. Well, I'm looking the thing down. She's not seeing anything, any list of the band members. Okay, so wait, hold on. Uh, membership. Uh, okay, that's crew. Fans. Uh, what are the actual members of the band? Uh, here members. it is. Samuro. Uh, Samwise Didier as vocalist. Signitious. Uh, uh, Chris Sigety, rhythm guitarist. Bergrist uh, is the lead guitarist. 
Yeah. That's Dave Berggren, and Mike Mikhail is Mike Warheim, the bassist. And Chief Thunderskins, Alan Tabiri, is the drummer. So these are absolutely Samuro, uh, Mikhail, and Chief Thunderskins in, in those pictures. Why did they leave uh, out the other dudes? I don't know why they left out the other dudes. That's not very nice of them. I guess they had to get some Alliance representation in there. <laughs> yeah, Dark Irons and maybe the Pandaren. Definitely the Night Elf. But yes, uh, I, I, I want those as like just posters. Like nice big on-the-wall posters. I want the Dark Iron one. Out of all those, I want the Dark Iron one the most. Of course you do. <laughs> uh, Talison and Avatel pointed out in their video today that those are conveniently photo wallpaper shaped and sized. Indeed. Indeed, I didn't know, didn't realize that. They're kind of the right dimensions for that. Yep, pretty convenient. So let's see. Allie is definitely going Dark Iron for her wallpaper. Uh, Toasty, I think you're going Drummer. I mean, I already said Dark Iron. All right. <laughs> well, fine then. I'm going to go with the Pandaren then, because we can't all pick the Dark Iron. Sure we can. There's nothing wrong with that. And I'm not that much of a DJ fan either, so. I just like the Dark Iron doors. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. But yeah, those are really cool images. Uh, sad that the event is being postponed, but it will happen at some point. And uh, I'm sure the music will be really awesome for those who get to uh, to experience it. So, hope, hope anybody who had a flight booked can reschedule that. Uh, so, let us talk about our second sponsor. Right. So, our second sponsor, as usual, are the great folks over at Audible. Uh, you can get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash atareads2020. That's bit.ly slash atareads2020. Now over 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Now, those of you who listened to the show last week know that we started out with the Witcher series. I was intending on continuing that series. Something on Saturday made me change my mind today. So instead, we're going to listen to This Team is Ruining My Life, But I Love Them. Let's have a listen. When I started at the Fan 590 in 1995, the only way to get in was to catch a break. Somebody had to hire you, and, generally, you had to go to small-town Canada to learn how to work in broadcasting. Maybe you came back, but you probably didn't. This industry gives you a reason and opportunity to quit just about every day. But today, you don't need to wait for someone to wave a magic wand over your head and hire you. You can just do it yourself. That's what Steve did. Sure, he had some internships and caught some breaks along the way, but Steve got in because he used everything around him, every bit of technology and every marketing platform. He was on it, and he stayed on it, consistently cranking out videos and keeping his name in the mix. Steve was consistent. He started and never stopped. Want to be a broadcaster? Start a podcast. Start making videos. Write a blog. This has been my message to people looking for a way in. Build a body of work, and they will find you. They found Steve. Steve tapped on the hockey world's shoulder for years, and when it turned around, he knew what to say. Jeff Merrick, 2018. Thanks, Jeff. So once again, that was This Team is Ruining My Life, But I Love Them, written and narrated by Steve Dangle Glynn. You can find that at over 500,000 titles over at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. And we thank Audible for their support of the show. 
I gotta say, it's really weird hearing Steve not in a ragey voice. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, very different tone there. Well, not ragey or just screaming in exultation because he's so happy. It's one of the two, usually. All right, then. Um, let's talk about our question of the week, then. Uh, question of the week from last week. It was, in light of the news about a potential Diablo and Overwatch animated series on Netflix, what story would you like to see an animated Warcraft series focus on? Uh, Jennifer says probably stuff involving everything before WoW. Yep, that's a valid place to start. Frasley says, I think a gnome and a goblin love would be fun to follow. Maybe follow their lives through events in WoW, kind of like Lion King 1 and a half, which followed Simon and Pumbaa through the events of Lion King 1. Frasley asks that someone start singing when I was a young warthog right here. I'm not going to do that. He helpfully provided a clip for me to insert into the recording, so I'm going to do that instead. When he was a young warthog. When I was a young warthog. <laughs> it could add in a comedy, sitcom, rom-com feel. Be different from the darkness of other Warcraft lore. Medros, you didn't get a chance to answer. So what would you like to see? Uh, I, I'm going with Keg Smash here, so we'll get to... Dimephisto says, Thrall of the Gardening. Okay. Uh, <laughs> says, animated series about the adventures of Lily and, Stor- and Chen Stormstout. I think that's a great idea. I'd love to see that. I do like me some Chen. A lot yeah. of fun because Chen gets into trouble, but Lily <laughs> is like Chen on crack. And I want to see her get into so much trouble and Chen, bear- you know, unbury her from all her troubles every time she gets in trouble. Uh, Scrubs VS says, I'd love to see the adventures of Turalyon and Illyria. I'd love to watch what they were doing during their absence. That's also a really great idea. Uh, I, I wondered for for many, many years what happened to them. And, and I want to see, you know, what they did. So I'll take that as well. Heelfest said, Arthas or Illidan slash Brain Crusade. That'd be good. Character Craft says, the Pantheon or the Dragon Aspects would be so wee. Just like that. <laughs> and WookieBH says, an in with a college radio show and a cast of characters that happen to be involved in that, preferably set in Pandaria. And if you're not in the know, that's actually based off of another show called Half Hell Report. That was a fun little thread to follow. I, I love that show. Love it so much. Anyways, uh, thank you all so much for answering. That was really fun. I, I really hope these come to pass on Netflix with some kind of animated series. What I was really happy about was that our listeners took it to like took took my prompt seriously from last week and did not just use the the Lich King story cuz I I definitely thought when I first wrote this question out that it would just be Lich King stuff. Well, cuz the Lich King story is so good. I agree, but <laughs> like some of these other things are actually really fun. I would love to see the animated animated Lily and Chen sounds amazing. Turalyon and Lilyria also sounds amazing. Even Frasley's thing of a gnome goblin rom com <laughs> would be really fun. And we've got we've got we've conveniently got a little gnome goblin pairing in game. We sure do. So like. Oh, it, it, all these answers were so good. I, ah, I want them all. <laughs> so thank you again, all everyone, for answering. Our next week's question is, 
one that I'm going to have a hard time answering. What is your personal favorite piece of World of Warcraft music? Now, mine is not a piece of music that people typically like. From what, from what I understand, people did not typically like this uh, music when it first was introduced to us. The, the Mists of Pandaria in music. No, that's good. I was I like surprised. It. I was surprised by the like, when it first was put out there. A lot of people just straight up hated it, and I didn't understand why. It's, uh, but I mean, that's music, right? It's all subjective. Yeah, Grizzly Hills is a close second though, because I love that. I love that style. I guess. Cool, Allie. How about you? Do you have an answer right now? Because I'm still thinking about mine. <laughs> I do have an answer right now, but what's your answer? Oh, come on. I have so many favorites, and now that I'm... Well, not now that I'm doing my show. I've been doing this show for a year and a half. Yeah, you should just go, I think. (laughs) Mine is the Stormwind entry music. Uh, I just love uh, that, you know, rising, just orchestral. It's just an amazing track. Um, every time I hear it, I, I love it. It's actually one of the few time, few races for because they now use it for the intro to humans. Um, it's actually one of the few intros that I will actually listen to because I really enjoy the music of that. Um, but yeah, like the the that is just amazing music, and it's just you know going through originally going through the original like Gates of Stormwind to the the. The statues of uh, Danith Trollmane and Turalyon and Ilaria and Cadgar and all of them. Um, and just seeing that is, just, is always just so inspiring. And I always really love that music. Yeah, that initial swell when you're walking into Stormwind. Yeah. It just, it sets, it does such a good job of setting that fantasy tone. Yeah. Uh, oh, number two it. for me would be the Wrathgate music. Yes. Like the entire yes. Wrathgate soundtrack. So good. Allie, have you have you picked yours? This is so hard because with my show, I've worked so closely with so much music for like a year and a half now. Um, my number one all-time favorite is still Grizzly Hills. Just hands down. I could be in the darkest place struggling with the worst stuff and I hear that and it just, I like, I feel the tension just kind of melt away and I feel my blood pressure go down and it, oh, it's so good. Nagrand is definitely... Oh, Part, parts of the grand one. music because I spent so much time farming leather out there back in BC. <laughs> There's still parts of the grand music that really gets to me too. But you know, my, I, I, my oh, hold on though, hold on though. Okay. Oh, my sorry, struggle, I you were done. sorry. I'm not, I can go on for a long time. My real struggle is I just did Halls of Reflection, right? And I don't know when the last time you all ran Halls of Reflection, but every team at Blizzard came together and created something amazing. And part of that was definitely the music, just the music, all the music in Halls of Reflection up from when you first see Frostmourne to when you see your faction leader fighting Arthas to when Arthas is chasing you down. Like that music really adds to how you feel about that dungeon. And evokes a lot of different emotions and it's just so well done just all of russell brow's work in general just all of wrath it just ah uh, it's so good see i can't i can't pick just one i just 
But if so I had to... I think Allie's answer here is the World of Warcraft soundtrack. All, all, of, of, all of the music. If I had to pick one, though, Grizzly Hills, hands down. I think you're just, like, imagining, like, a cabin in the woods with nothing around except maybe some frogs and, you know, some plague. Like, honestly, like, if given the opportunity, I would, I would rent a cabin in the woods and just have that one song on my phone and play that amazing. the entire time I'm there. Give give me coffee and like a book with like a, a babbling creek nearby, and I'm I'm set, man. Oh, I kind of want to do this now. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to rent a cabin this summer. I think you're too busy this summer. With, you I can, know, I can, I can go away for a weekend. As long as you're back by Monday, Forest man. Hills up by Carberry, really nice place. All right, I'll check it out. Just me and my dog. Oh, that would be really fun, actually. And they have hot tubs too. Well, I'm going to be spending more money this summer. Jesus, it's going to be an expensive <laughs> summer. Yeah, it's going to be. All right, then. Well, we look forward to hearing your guys' answers to the question of the week. And, yeah, so please send those in. Twitter, Discord, all over the place. Send us your answers. Uh, please do not include them in musical form, because I can't play them. Well, we probably could, but probably shouldn't. Also, we already have backing music. True. I mean, you could. It would just be, you know, in- intense amounts of editing time, like my show. <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. I let you twist your own insane for a little while longer, if you don't mind. All right. Well, time for shout outs. I'm going to give the first shout out to Allie. What? Oh, because I'm doing it. I thought you were giving me a shout out. <laughs> no, no. No, my shout out. You're, you're the first shout out. Go ahead. Uh, mine, and believe it or not, like I had this planned before I saw what that question of the week is. Mine is to Russell Brower. I'm nearing the end of Wrath for for my show, and so much of the music he did is just so phenomenal and just so well done. And it's some of my favorite music in game. And just definitely a shout out to him. And I wish he was still part of. Of everything. Toasty, tell us more about your shout out this week. Okay, so my shout out, shout out, is a relative unknown. He was thrust into the spotlight on Saturday uh, to the joy of the hockey world. Most <laughs> uh, of the hockey world. Now, you may not have heard this name before, and you know I, don't know, I acknowledge not, not, not all of our listeners are hockey fans, but this what? this this guy How dare they this guy was making headlines everywhere because of what he did on Saturday night. I want to give a shout out to forty two year old Zamboni driver, employee of Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment, David Aries, or David Ayers, sorry. Now. He had to go into net for the Carolina Hurricanes against the Toronto Maple Leafs about halfway through the game. Let in two goals on his first two shots, but then stopped the remaining eight 
to give the Carolina Hurricanes a 6-3 win over the Toronto Maple Leafs. And if that's not a feel-good story for anybody who's not a Toronto Maple Leafs fan, I don't know what is. And as for those Toronto Maple Leafs fans, I'm sorry, they feel. I know they. I know they. They may not be that plentiful anymore, but there are still some of them out there. Uh, no, there's there, there's still a lot. Oh man, <laughs> but I mean, what Carolina did in that game to protect that goaltender was nothing short of amazing. They played a hugely defensive game and managed to limit the Maple Leafs to ten shots. 10 shots on net. I think they were 22 shot attempts total. And that was in ha- for like half the game, right? Yep. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, people people are giving ma- the Maple Leafs a lot of hell because they didn't manage to light this guy up. But Carolina played an impressive defensive game. So, shout out so- to David Aries, uh, Aries and the Carolina Hurricanes. That was... That was an impressive game. I don't go back and watch a lot of games. This game happened while I was out. I came back home and watched the game. <laughs> so what happened to the first two goalies? They got hurt. Okay, like... Um, I don't know. Like, Peter Mrazek got crashed into. Okay. I don't know how James Reimer got hurt. Like, it's, it's pretty uncommon for one goalie to get injured. But two goalies is is pretty incredible. Yeah, I feel I, mean, I feel bad for the goalies, but I feel worse for the Leafs. Oh. Uh. Anyway, yeah. Shout out to Carolina Hurricanes and more importantly, David Aris. That was incredible. He was the oldest goaltender to make his debut in the NHL at forty two years old. Fun fact: he had a kidney transplant 15 years ago and he is a Boston Bruins fan ah. or at least was so, he might not be anymore now that he works for the organization <laughs> uh, I, I, I do have uh, a lo- uh, one question uh, ETA to your David Ayres uh, jersey arrival um Probably early next year. Okay, after the <laughs> after the uh, Colorado Avalanche one that you promised, right? Yeah. Plus, I, gotta, I still got to get a Scott Foster jersey. Gotcha. It was that was amazing. It was so good. I can't I can't get over it. Such a fun story. Yeah. Anyway, it's awesome. Medros, who would you like to shout out? Uh, my shout out is actually going to be to you guys. Uh, thank you guys for filling in last week. Uh, I had warned you guys it might happen, and I was hoping it wouldn't, but, um, in the end, uh, you guys did an awesome job, and I really appreciate you guys, uh, filling in those shoes. Thank you. Well, it's and not really I filling clearly, your shoes, really, but... I, I mean, yeah, yeah, I clumped around them a little bit for a little while, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I really appreciate that, and, uh... Uh, I appreciate all the work you guys did. So. And we're definitely going to have to get you guys installing the, uh, the software I use to get the uh, group recording. Yep. That would make it a lot easier for me to edit if, if it happens again. Yep, it would. 
All right, I think that's about it. Uh, so let us do maybe like an alley outro or something. That'd be cool. If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, call 1-785-ATA-WOW5 or 785-282-9695. You can send emails to show at allthingsazroth.com. If you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsaz. Join our new Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata. Check out Ali Cho at dungeonfables.com and Toasty's stream at twitch.tv slash toastypostycan. You can find us on Twitter at allthingsaz, at medros, at fandeth, at toastypostycan, at aliandrusk, and at donforge. And please check out the other shows from the Donforge network, including Group Quest and Shattered Soulstone. And we'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care. Happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of an alpha question mark. And Toasty's beach vacation. No That's Toasty. Two weeks down the road. It's next week. I am literally leaving Saturday. But you're not going to be here, so we won't have you till night. <laughs> From my perspective, it's the other side. Numbers are Fine. hard. <laughs> Bye. This podcast is part of the Dawn Forge Network. Copyright 2020.